0: this morning John chapter 10 and we want to read uh, nine verses there and uh, bring message today from John chapter number 10 this morning and if we're if you're visiting with us today uh, and you know the Lord I hope you recognize the presence of the Lord uh, in the service today if you don't know the Lord, uh, Today's a good day to get saved. Matter of fact, it's the only day you have. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow may never come, and uh, so it could be today or never. And uh, the Lord Jesus is coming back soon, and uh, all the indicators are pointing that way. And uh, and we say, even so, come, Lord Jesus. Uh, best thing could happen for the church today is for Jesus to come. In John chapter 10 and verse 1, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. And he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep heareth his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and he leadeth them out. And... When he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep, and all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pastor. Thank you. you can be seated. Our fathers, we come this morning. Lord, we thank you for. Uh, Lord, the opportunity to be able to gather and assemble together. Thank you for these that have not forsaken, uh, Lord, the manner, not forsaken the assembling together as has been the manner of some. But Lord, as we come this morning, uh, Father, we come to focus today upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we pray that, uh, Lord, that we might be able Uh, Lord, to preach Christ and Him crucified and not we ourselves. And uh, Father, we pray this morning, uh, we know the hour's late. Uh, Lord, the hour's late upon this age. Uh, The night is falling, the darkness is coming, and uh, Lord, the time is short. Uh, There's not much sand left in the hourglass. And uh, Father, we just pray for those that uh, are not yet inside uh, Lord, I pray, and we pray for those that that are saved today that we might bask in the Father's deep love for us. And uh, Lord, save the lost, touch the heart of those that might be here today just cold and indifferent. Somebody may have been tempted to go down into the far country and they need to come out of that. Lord, bless these that was on the altar today. I pray that already their church day has already been worth the trip uh, just to get to kneel at an altar and talk to the Lord. Father, forgive me of my sins and failures, and I claim your help today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. As so we look here this morning in these uh, nine verses of scripture, four times in nine verses we find the word door. Uh, John ten and one Uh, we find the word door. Uh, John 2, John 10 and 2, we find again the word door. John 7, Jesus says, I am the door of the sheep. And John 9, Jesus again again says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastor. We've we've read about uh, four doors uh, three doors are uh, kind of mentioned here. There's the door of the sheepfold in verse 1. He's talking about the door of the sheepfold. In verse 7, he's talking about the door of the sheep. But in verse 9, he's talking about the door of salvation. The, uh, the shepherds, the false shepherds that were trying to get in by some other door is the previous chapter and that would be the Pharisees uh, that we read about there in the ninth chapter. Uh, but many times in the Bible, uh, the Lord Jesus, especially in John's gospel, it's uh, more than anywhere else, John uh, John writes several things that Jesus says, I am. And uh, one of them that we're focusing on today is Jesus says, I am the door. Now, if Jesus is the door in the, uh, in the New Testament, uh, then I think it stands to reason that that door would be pictured in the Old Testament. And a lot of doors in the Bible. Uh, we're only going to go to three of them today, uh, but I want to look at three doors today in the Bible that picture the Lord Jesus Christ. And the first time we find the word door mentioned, which is significant in the law of first mention, But the first time we find the door mentioned is in Genesis 4, verse number 7. And we'll begin reading in verse 1. And the Bible said, And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. Of course, she had already received that uh, prophecy that the Lord gave, that that, uh, the woman would bring forth the seed, And so she thought that already that fulfillment had taken place. And she said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. And she conceived and bare Cain. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground sin offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wrought, was countenance fell. The Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wrought, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Now I want us to look at that this morning because that's the first door that we come to in the Bible and Jesus said I am the door and we would call this sin's door. The Bible said it was the, he said sin lies at the door. Now please notice this morning that sin lies at the door but sin doesn't go through the door. (coughs) Please notice that this morning, you see, sin cannot be sin can be taken to the door, and the only door that sin can be taken to is the Lord Jesus Christ. Sin can be taken to the door, but sin cannot be taken through the door. Amen. Uh, you see, as we look at that this morning, Webster says, and and I know we're all very familiar with doors and. And most of us got several of them in our house and there's several of them in this room here this morning. But Webster says a door is a movable structure to lend entry or to keep something out. And so, thank God Jesus said, I'm the door. He's the door to bring something in and He's the door to keep other things out. Amen? We read how the Bible tells us this in, uh, in Genesis 3 and verse number 24. We read how that Adam and Eve had sinned and, and the curse had fell upon mankind. And we know that if they would have and could have, they would have brought that right back in and headed for that tree of life. But God fixed it so that that particular sin could not be brought back uh, into the garden at that point in time. Amen. The Bible said in Revelations 21, verse 27, uh, the Bible talks about there's gates in heaven. And the Bible talks about there's some things that cannot enter in. Read it there in Revelations 21, 27. All those things that cannot enter in are all sin. Amen. You see, sin cannot be brought through the door. Amen. Something has to be done with sin before you go through the door. You see that? Now I want you to see this this morning, that the Bible said, Abel came, Abel offered the person of the flock, Uh, Abel was received, and if you will, Abel went on through the door, if you will. But he said, Cain, he brought of uh, the fruit of the ground. He brought his uh, tomatoes and watermelons and cabbage and lettuce. And I'm sure he brought the very best he had. Uh, but the best you have is not good enough. Amen. The best you've got won't get through the door. And I, I see this this morning, and, and it was like God said, Whoa! Uh, Uh, He said, uh, "He said the sin's at the door, but it can't go through the door." But I see a picture of the Lord here this morning. You see the Lord. He He said this. He said, "Now Cain, if you do well, I'll accept you. If you do what's right," he said, "You can go through the door, so to speak." So when I see the door, I see a second chance. Aren't you glad God is a God of a second chance? And aren't you glad that even old Abel, even even old Cain, that uh, did what he did, God could have shut the door right then. God could have God said, that's your chance, buddy. You've had your opportunity. You're done. Aren't you glad God didn't shut the door when you and I refused Him the first time, maybe the second or even the third time, uh, But I'm glad we serve a God of a second chance. And I'm glad that the Lord said, Cain, I'm going to give you another chance. He blowed it too. But God said, He said, Cain, He said, I'm going to give you a second chance. If you do well, you'll be accepted. Amen. To me, one of the great arguments of of Calvinism is that the first two people in the Bible that sinned God made coats for both of them. The second two people in the Bible, uh, that was a picture of sin, or the third person is sin is Cain, and God said, I will accept you if you do right. We can go on over to where that, uh, Abraham sent the servant out to get a bride, and he said, the servant said, what if the bride won't come? He said, then you're free from it. She don't have to come if she wants to. She can, but she don't have to. This thing's free will. There is no such thing as a limited atonement. Jesus died for all, Amen. And so we see a second chance here. I'm glad God gives us a second chance. Jesus said, "I am the door." You see, most of us blow. All of us have blown the first chance. We was born into this world innocent and God uh, said that we was innocent until we reached the age of accountability. But the problem is when we reach the age of accountability, we all bought it. But aren't you glad Jesus said, I'm the door. I'm a second chance. Amen? There's sin's door. And you see, Jesus said, I'm the door. And He said... If you do right, he said, I'll receive you. The Bible said in verse 4, Abel Abel brought of the firstling of his flock. Uh, In other words, that firstling of the flock was a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, And the reason that Abel came in was because he had the lamb. Amen. Uh, I'm glad that we can get in because of the lamb. uh, Because of the blood sacrifice, thank God. Uh, Oh, listen, we ought to praise God this morning for the old rugged cross. I I thank God. You say, why? Well, then don't you know that it don't matter how pretty a door you got. It don't matter how much it costs. It don't matter what designs are upon that door. a, A door is of no benefit whatsoever until it gets hung. And aren't you glad 2,000 years ago God hung the door upon the cross, thank God. And now there is a door, and I say praise God this morning, amen. I, I believe this whole world needs to hear more about the door than to do me or you. I believe this whole world needs to hear Jesus and Him crucified. I, I believe we need to preach that because the Bible said it pleased God. By the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Amen. Uh, preaching what? Preaching the cross. Preaching Christ died for our sins. Uh, I'm glad one day I found the door. You can bring sin to the door, and if you do like Abel. You can get rid of your sin going through the door. Amen. You're not going to take your sin in with you. It ain't going to go. I think this whole world's filled with people who live like the devil every day, talk like the world, smell like the world, go where the world does, and think one day they're just going to go right on into heaven. Amen. I don't think it's going to work. Amen. You've got to get rid of that sin before you go through the door. Amen. I heard an old fellow this week, he said, well, he said, I'm all, I'm all packed up. He said, I'm all packed up. He said, I'm all excited. And he said, I'm all ready to leave. And one old preacher said, well, you might as well unpack. You can't take nothing with you. Amen. That's right. We come into this world with nothing. Guess how we're going to leave? Nothing. Amen. We're leaving it all behind. Sin was lying at the door. All right. Turn over to a uh, next door. In Genesis 6. Let's look at verse 16. Of course the stories of Noah and and the ark. And and it's a very wicked world. The whole world was full of of violence and corruption. About like it is today. And uh, no doubt we're living in the days of Noah. That Jesus prophesied about in Matthew 24. But the Bible said Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Somebody said, I'd get saved, Brother Rick, but I just don't think I could live in this world so wicked. Well, no, I did. Amen. Noah didn't have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Noah didn't have a New Testament independent Baptist church. Uh, uh, Noah didn't have a completed King James Bible uh, without Aaron. Noah did it. Ain't it what with God 300 years? You ain't going to live that long. I'll tell you, listen. I'll tell you, you can get saved and live for God if you want to. I don't care what kind of world you're living in. Amen. Amen. Quit using all them excuses the devil's handing you. The Bible said that God told Noah, God gave Noah instructions, you know, to build that ark. And in verse 16 it said, he's telling him what to do, how to fashion it. He said, a window shalt thou make to the ark, and a cubic shalt thou finish it above, and the door, there it is, and the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with lower second. And third stories, thou shalt make it. Now, he said, "There's three levels of this thing, three levels of the ark." How many of y'all's been up there to see the ark? All right, well, that'll give you an idea. It's not perfect replica, in the, I'm sure, but it'll give you an idea how things are. But there's three stories to the ark, and then the Bible said there was a window at the top. And if you've been up there, to that ark, and most uh, most scholars agree that that window, you know, I always had it in my mind, This one little window at the top, but what that was was that thing runs all the way down through, uh, like for ventilation. You can see it if you ever go up there, and it is just one, but uh, the thing, it runs the length of the whole ark there it seems to be. So you had a window, you had three stories and then God says, but one door. One door in the ark. Now, that picture is Jesus. There's not a whole bunch of saviors. Isaiah forty five twenty two. He said, Look unto me and be ye saved, for I am God, and besides me there is none other. Amen. Amen. Only one door. So we have sin's door. That picture's the Lord. Uh you gotta bring your sin to the door, but you can't take it through the door. You gotta get that sacrifice. Amen. Well, here we have a solitary door. It ain't a bunch of doors. There's not fifty five different ways to get to heaven. It's not like Heinz dressing. There's not fifty seven different varieties. Amen. The Bible said there was only one way to get in that ark. You had to go through that door. You couldn't get in the window. You couldn't climb up second or third store and get in anyway. You had to go through that door. Jesus is that door. I know this politically correct society we're living in that I couldn't give a flip about. I'm not worried about being politically correct. I'm not worried if Joe Biden's going to like what I say, he wouldn't like what I got to say. But I'm here to tell you this morning, I'm here to tell you this morning, I, I don't give a flip about being politically correct. I want to be biblically correct. That's what I'm shooting for. I ain't letting this whole world sway me. They can vote it in and legislate it and Supreme Court it and I don't care what to do with it if the Bible said it's wrong it's still wrong. Amen. 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 You say you'll wind up in jail. I might but I won't wind up in hell. Open door. See this solitary door was an open door. You say how do you know that? Well I know that because of verse 1. Come thou and all thy house into the ark. You can't come in a door that ain't open. You see, Jesus is the open door. He's not closed to you this morning. It's an open door. And I won't tell you that it's not a door that's... It's not a door that that's just barely open, and you got to squeeze through it, honey, it's wide open. Amen. It's not a door you got to knock. You said, I read in Revelations where he's at the door knocking. That's your heart's door. That's not him at the door. The door's wide open. I feel like preaching today. I don't know if you feel like listening or not, but I feel like preaching. Jesus is the open door. Amen. I told this not long ago, and uh, Brother Todd's not here today, but we had a service up there in the old building, Easter Sunday. And I preached on five men that would not receive and believe an Easter message out of Luke 16. At the end of that service that morning, I walked over to illustrate uh, that the door was open. And uh, in the old building up there, there was one door in the back that went out into a gravel lot. And I was just going to open that door and show them the door was open. And when I cracked that door, a big gust of wind slammed it against the back of the building. And I said, folks, see? I said, God's wanting you to know the door is wide open. Five people got saved that morning. You see, that door's an open door because God said, come thou. You see, if I went to Lance's house this morning, and Lance was out on the porch. he said, how you doing, Brother Rick? I said, I'm doing good. How you doing? He'd say, good. He'd say, you go on in. See, he's not in there. He tells me to go on in. But if Lance, if I go to his house and he's standing in the living room, Lance ain't going to say, you go on in. Lance going to say, come on in. Because he's already in there. You see the Bible said the Lord said to Noah come thou in all thy house into the ark. God's already in there. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself. God's in there. That's an open door, amen. That is the only door. You're not going to get to heaven without Jesus. That's why He said in john 14 1 and 6 he said let not your heart be troubled you believe in god believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i'm going away and prepare a place for you and if i go away and prepare a place for you i will come and receive you unto myself that where i am there you may be also uh, uh, he said jesus said in my father's house are many mansions uh, he said, you not only got to have God, you got to have me. Amen. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. He's the only door. Acts 4 and 12 said, there's none other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. Amen. Let me show you a blessing this morning. You folks on the side can't see it, but I don't have no other way to illustrate it. But there's an open door right now I'm on the outside of that door there's only one step to me to get on the inside what must I do to be saved one step believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved I'm in I'm in amen amen I'm glad, listen, I'm glad that ain't 15 steps in. I'm glad, thank God, that one step, and I go from outside to inside, praise God. I'm glad I made that one step a long time ago. I'm in. I'm in. Stand out there and look at the door if you want to. But you can step on in if you want to. You say, how'd the... I'll tell you about that door... You see, every door's got some kind of a mechanism. Of course, if a door's open, you don't you don't have to do anything because it's already open. But if it wasn't open, well, it's got a mechanism there. And you open it, open the door. Now they've got these doors, and they're common now that you go somewhere, and as you walk up, you walk up to a place a door slides open, you know. And uh, it's got a camera that picks up on that. Amen. remember years ago, I was uptown on the square. And I uh, was going in the bank up there. It used to be on the square. They just started kind of coming out with them things. And I just took it for granted that that was one of them doors that opened when you got up to it. And <laughs> knocked my brains out. You say, the tellers is all in there looking. I say, what'd you do? You know how you do. You try to act like you meant to do that. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you the mechanism that makes the door stay open. Faith! 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 Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and that thing will open up. It'll stay open. Amen. But you try to bring your works in through there like Cain did, that thing's going to slam shut. You're not going to get through. It's like when you go up here to the courthouse, and you go up on that second level, and they know I ain't no gangster, they know I've pastored a church here for 43, 42 years, and they know I'm a preacher. They've seen me around here. They know I ain't never been in jail. May or should have, but never have been. They know I'm not carrying no concealed weapon into the courthouse. I got more sense than that. But every time, put your stuff there in that box. So you go get all your stuff out. And I'm dressed always like I am now. And I tell them, I said, I ain't going to do no good. They say, Why? Well, I said, I'm still gonna beat. I go through it beep. So what is it? It's this metal on these suspenders. And I ain't taking them off. But you see that thing detects that there's something there that can't be brought in. And that's the way the door of heaven is. If you're trying to come in on your works, your baptism, your church membership, beep, 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 that thing's going to detect you can't get in there. But if you come in and you ain't carrying nothing but faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, it ain't going to beep. You can go all the way through. Amen. It's the only door. It's an open door. It's operational by obedience and faith. that make it work. We give you another one this morning. Look over in Exodus 12. We talked about sin's door and the solitary door. There's only one door you can go through to get in. But look in Exodus 12. Of course, you know the chapter and Moses and Aaron are giving instructions for what the fathers are to do uh, concerning that Passover night. And, uh, and when you come down through there, uh, verse, uh, come down through there about verse number uh, twenty-two, Exodus twelve, verse twenty-two, and he said, "And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and strike the lintel and the two side posts with uh, the blood, and that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until morning." Now we have now we have a, a a door that sinners brought to pictures Jesus. Now we have a solitary door pictures Jesus. He said, "I am the door. He's the only way." But now we have a stained door. Amen. You say a stained door. Yeah. He said, "Thou shalt take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts. Now I see them slapping that blood they got a hyssop. they got hysop. hyssop. That's their paintbrush, so to speak. And they're putting that hyssop in that blood of the Lamb. And they're, they're smiting the top of the door. They're putting that hyssop in there and they're smiting the side of the door. And they do it again. They smite this side of the door. And that door is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. You see, it doesn't say they put any on the door. Do you think they could have took that hyssop, that weed, and slapping that stuff and it not get on the door? you think they could have hit the sides of that thing with that hyssop, just a, a bush of weed and it not get on the door? No, I'm telling you there's blood all over the door. And I'm here to tell you that that's a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, Why is that? Well look at it. He said they'll smite the top of the door, and then he said they'll smite the side of the door. You know what that makes? That makes a cross. That makes Jesus hanging on an all-rugged cross. He is the door, thank God. Strike the little the two side post. Amen. Look at Exodus twelve, twelve. He said, For I'll pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, and I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the house where you are. when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And not only does that picture the cross, but that pictures the concealing blood of Jesus. I'm about to get happy. But you see, the Bible said, He said, I'm going through and I'm going to smite all the firstborn in the land. And the Bible said, He said, when I see the blood, don't mess this. If the blood wasn't there, He saw the firstborn. You got that? If there wasn't no blood on the door, that death angel, he saw right in there and he saw the firstborn. But when he comes to a house that's got the blood on it, he didn't say he sees the firstborn. He sees the blood. And when the Lord looks at those of us that are saved, that are behind the door, thank God. He don't look at us. He sees the blood. Thank God He sees the blood of the Lamb. He sees me as worthy, not as I am. Hallelujah. That's a concealing blood. I'm glad this morning that there's a blood that conceals Jesus said, "I am the door," and He's that blood-stained door. And when we get on the right side of that door, when God looks at us, He don't see us; He sees that blood. Amen. The Lord ain't seeing you, boy. You better be glad the Lord ain't seeing you. Well, I'm glad the Lord ain't seeing me. Aren't you glad the Lord didn't see that fit you throwed down at the house this week? Aren't you glad the Lord didn't see you go off and and say all them choice words to that person this week? Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad the Lord didn't see you and you went down the road and that woman come by in that two-piece the bikini walking up the road? Aren't you glad the Lord didn't see you? You say, what are you saying? I'm saying when He sees me, He sees the blood of the Lamb. All my sins are behind the blood, past, present, and future. That's why I'm eternally secure and going to heaven someday, thank God. It's concealing blood. Look here, verse 22. And He said, You shall take a bunch of high it in the blood, that is in the basin, strike the lentils two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out, watch it go out the door of his house until morning. It's a counted on door. You say, what do you mean? They're behind the door. They're behind the blood. And the Bible says, And none of you shall go out until morning. Amen. I'm glad that we're saved, sealed, secure. I'm glad I'm behind the door and I ain't coming out to the morning. Amen. I, I'm glad, thank God, that Jesus is the door. I'm glad that He's the door that I've been through. He's the only door, thank God. I'm glad, listen, I'm glad that He is the door to the city of refuge. Uh, He's our high priest. He ain't never going to die, so we're safe. Amen. Forever, thank God. Amen. Jesus that I am the door. You better believe it. You want to go to heaven? Get ready. To come to bring your sins to the door. Accept the sacrifice that He's already made for you. Go on in. Amen. It's that simple. Paul said that there were those that would uh, corrupt the simplicity they would have in Christ. How much simpler could God have made a picture of salvation than going through a door? Go up to the door. One step, you're in the door. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and doubt shall be saved. Amen. Father, thank You this morning for letting me preach Christ and Him crucified. Thank You, Lord, for letting me brag on the darling Son of God. Thank You, Lord, that You brought a door from heaven and hung it on Calvary's hill, put blood on it, and left it open so that we can go through it. Father, I pray this morning for somebody who might be here today, and uh, they're trying to bring other things through the door, but they can't get through the door because it's hit keeps hitting on the side, keep them going in. But they'll just come to the door and say, I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I believe on Him. And I come, nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling they can step right on into the door. Might be somebody here today the Lord's been dealing with. I pray they have seen this clear, plain, simple message that I am the door. I am the door. Have your way, Lord, this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's stand today, if you would, please. While she plays, what's her number there, Sister Diane? Number 81. Number 81. Just as I am, boy, that's the way you got to come. You can get in the door this morning. Amen. Here we go. <laughs> Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, And that Thou biddest me come To Thee, O Lamb of God, I come, I come Just as I am And waiting not to rid my soul Of one dark blood To thee whose blood Can cleanse each spot O oh, Lamb of God I come, I come While she plays softly Heads are bowed this morning let me talk to you just a minute this morning. Are you here today and you've never been saved? You're on the outside of the door. And the Bible says in Matthew 25 and even in, even, even in uh, Genesis 7, the Bible said there come a time that God shut the door. God shut the door. The door's wide open now. You can step in. But one of these days, God's going to shut the door. And you can beat on it and kick on it and yell at it, but it ain't going to open back up. Are you here this morning and God has spoke to your heart and you're not saved? You're not inside the door. God's left heaven's door open. You need to come down and step through it and say, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and I'm not bringing any other thing except Christ crucified for me. Will you step out and come this morning? Say, Brother Rick, I've been saved, but I just need the Lord to help me today. Well, He'll do it. He'll do it. He is a, he is a friend that stick of closer than a brother, and the Bible said He's a present help in the time of trouble. He's right there. He's right there. He said, call on me and I'll answer you. Show the great and mighty things thou know it's not. Maybe you're here this morning. And your problem is that you say, Brother Rick, I'm saved. I'm trying to serve God. But I never have followed the Lord and believers' baptism. And I need to get that done. And uh, I just want to acknowledge that I want to be baptized. I've been saved.